Reflections with Canon Philip Gray. May the words that I speak and the words that you hear be in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <coughs> Any reflection on the nature of our lives quickly enables us to see that we depend upon one another. From our youngest years, parents and teachers, all those who bring our essential services, those who support us through our problems, those who care for us when we are sick. In almost every aspect of our lives, we are codependent. In reality, we have little problem with this. Our present situation has brought this home to us with both sharpness and starkness. From the first days of the early church, Christians have recorded that at the final meal before he died, Jesus took bread and wine, gave thanks to God, and distributed these among the disciples. Paul records this as a tradition he has received in his first letter to the Corinthians, and the three synoptic gospels follow suit. St John is different though, and doesn't record this event. Rather, at his Last Supper, Jesus washes his disciples' feet and commands them to do this for one another when he has gone. The first three Gospels don't mention this. How do we make sense of it? Monday Thursday evening only makes sense when seen with what comes after, the events of Good Friday. The Jews regarded nightfall as the beginning of the new day, and this only adds to the connectedness and continuity of how we should understand these events. So the giving of the bread and wine and the washing of the disciples' feet should both be understood as two different explanations of the same event, the death of Jesus. In the washing of the feet, Jesus discards his clothes, washes the disciples and makes them clean before reclothing himself. In the same way, he is about to lay down his life for his friends before he takes life up again at Easter. In the bread and wine, he gives himself as food for the disciples, a food which, like all other, they will need to consume in order for it to bring them life. In the same way, the life of Jesus is to be consumed on the cross. He will be destroyed in order that he can bring life to others. But what is being done is also being done for each of us. By Jesus' actions, we too are made clean. By Jesus' actions, we are being shown 
how the reciprocity of the giving and receiving of diverted love and service is the way to life. The receiving is as important as the giving, a true consolation for those in isolation. In giving us his body and blood, Jesus is giving to each of us his very self. He gave himself in order that you and I may live. On this night, Peter becomes the symbol for how many of us may react to all this. He doesn't want to be washed. Later in the courtyard, he will deny he has ever known him through fear. The shame of it all erupts in the tears that flow after the cock crows. His embarrassment is signified by his nakedness when Jesus comes to him on the beach. But this ignominy is also a paradoxical part of the good news. We couldn't do it ourselves. We needed another to do it for us. And through him we are forgiven and raised up. We live off the self-giving service of others. We live by consuming food which is supplied to us by others. On Monday Thursday, God in Christ places himself at the centre of this connectedness and interrelatedness. He is the one who is about to give himself completely for every one of us. And through it, we live to his glory. Amen. Gethsemane While thy best friend slept, thou didst work their salvation. Day in, day out, O Lord Christ, thou dost work ours while we too sleep. Thou, O Son of Man, Son of God, in the garden, at the pillar, on the cross, didst take away the sin of the world and its darkness and its death, thyself bearing the cost in thine own body and mind and soul all human, all divine. Yet we sleep. Come Lord and wake us from the absorptions and the stupor of self-will. Grant us to heed the tender warning, why sleep ye, rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And still thou speakest to each, From all eternity I have loved thee, Thee to all eternity will I love, Canst thou not spare me one hour? Lead us forward to watch and pray with thee, To do the will of the Father, To show the courage of a Son of God, 
to share by thy great grace, O Lord, that work of thine, that love, that suffering, that Holy Spirit which redeems. Amen. The King Behold your King. He comes long hope of the prophets, desire of all nations, Lord of the world, of all worlds, come to his own. Behold your King, he is here. The Church, the High Priests, ask him, Art thou the Christ? And he said, I am. The State, the Governor, the Judge, asks him, Art thou a King then? I am. The people of God acclaim him, his blood be upon us and on our children. We have no king but Caesar. Crucify him. King will he call himself? Give him a stalk for a scepter. Cover his gashes with a regal robe. Crown him with thorns. Set him on high terrain. Fasten him there with nails, watch him die. This is the Bible King. This the mystery of truth. This the immeasurable measure of love. The eternal glory. God. Amen. Invention of the Holy Cross O Saviour Lord, crucified for me, crucified by me, attach me to the long line of pilgrims who have sought and discovered the true cross. Not the old worn wood, but its living grace. Not the cruel relic of a bygone woe, but the wisdom of God for the mind, the power of God for the will, the patience of God towards our angers and ignorances, thy generosity unto death. By the very depth, dear Lord, of their abasement, thy pains for us were divine. Humbly, we thank thee. The very height, dear Lord, of human exaltation man has found in suffering for thy name. Humbly, we thank thee. The true cross is found when we resist, striving against sin, even unto blood. The true cross is lifted up in our obedience as sons and daughters, in our fellowship with thy sufferings, in faithfulness to the end. The true cross is adored if the world be crucified to me and I to the world. 
if I may bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Grant, Lord, that as the true cross was, is, and ever shall be thy glory, so may it be mine. Amen. Ave Crux. Thou art welcome, Holy Cross of our God. Thou bringest light. Thou showest the wisdom of God and the power of God. Thou bringest love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to bear thee and to be born by thee. Thou bringest life on whom the Saviour is lifted up to die and to draw all men unto him. Thou bringest freedom and forgiveness through the nails which held thy Lord to thee through the precious blood which angels gathered and men drink. Thou hast set a throne on the soil of our earth, whereon men can see the heart of God and bow and adore. Lord Jesus, let me not fear nor hesitate to take from thy hands the disciples' cross and carry it whatsoever its weight or pain with all the sons of faith. Let me follow the Master's way and the Master's will to thy goal, thy glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the Daily Reflection Podcast. If you would like to listen to more episodes, they will be available on your usual podcast platform. Alternatively, all the podcasts and live streams, uh, services and reflections can be found on the St. Margaret's Ilkley website, stmargaretsilkley.org.